This is Arizona Financial Talk with Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Arizona Financial Talk with your host, Aaron Ezold. Hello and welcome back to Arizona Financial Talk. My name is Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at 480-284-6393 or toll free at 866-393-7799. Or you can visit us online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, it's clear Americans will be dealing with the coronavirus pandemic for at least the next several months. In fact, as more of us move indoors because of dropping temperatures, the Center for Disease Control is urging Americans who normally travel for Thanksgiving to instead hold virtual family get-togethers. The CDC suggests lower-risk Thanksgiving activities that include smaller dinners that include only the members of your household, preparing food for family members outside of the home and delivering it to them, watching traditional Thanksgiving parades and games from home, and doing your Black Friday shopping online. You can find this info at cdc.gov under holidays, on the site's daily activities and going out section. But before we push forward with today's show, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who's definitely not a turkey. How are you doing today, my friend? (laughs) Gobble, gobble. Reminds me of the funniest scene in television history, which was from WKRP in Cincinnati. One of the reasons I became a radio announcer. I loved that show. I don't know uh, if any of our listeners remember it. You're probably way too young, Aaron, to remember. Double- I know the show. I d- I'm just waiting to hear what this uh, scene is. Oh, it's it. It is actually ranked, uh, you, you know, by TV Guide and all these magazines and online things as one of the funniest TV moments. Uh, it's the Thanksgiving turkey giveaway episode where they drop turkeys out of a helicopter over a mall parking lot. Oh, good. And uh, it's hilarious. The whole scene, you have to see it. It's on YouTube. I advise our listeners to look it up. But uh, one of the best lines is um, Mr. Carlson, the station manager and Les Nessman, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. But they were (laughs) dropping the big, you know, Thanksgiving live turkeys out of a helicopter and they were smashing, you know, they were very good. Yeah. It's not like the wild turkeys you see. It's the big ones. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't translate to radio and I'm not doing it justice. However, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving. I wonder how, you know, you mentioned Black Friday. Mm -hmm. I've been wondering how stores and people are going to handle that this year because of COVID. I mean, surely they can't do the typical Black Friday thing where everybody stands in line and then rushes into the store and it's packed with thousands of people and all tight pushing against each other. I doubt that's going to work. So I wonder what they're going to do. Maybe just make it online, or I wonder how that'll work. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, they'll they'll make it work though. It, it, you know, 
we'll endure. Yeah, they'll make it work. If it comes, if it, if it's, if the nothing will stand between these retailers and making money. <laughs> this, this is too true. <laughs> so, uh, but this sounds like a great topic for us today. Um, you know, I, I think like a lot of other folks, uh, I'm trying to balance optimism and realism. Some news sources are, you know, telling us that a coronavirus vaccine may be av- is available as soon as early 2021. And I think that's something to feel excited about. Uh, yet, like you noted a moment ago, the next few months are going to be challenging and are going to require a lot of us to take care of our own health so that we're protecting our family and friends and coworkers, of course, right? Right. And I think balancing optimism and realism is a good philosophy in most things, including our personal finances. And though the upcoming holidays may be more challenging than many of us have previously experienced, with a little planning, they can still be warm and memorable. You know, the idea of balancing optimism and reality is a great segue into our topic today, which is building a legacy plan during the pandemic. I chose today's topic after coming across a really insightful Forbes article, 10 Financial and Estate Planning Matters to Think About During This Crisis, and I think it will really have some critical information for our listeners today. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great topic. I I love it, and it's so important and timely. A A legacy plan, it's one of those things that a lot of people know they need, but it's something that gets put off again and again because they think, I'll just get to it tomorrow or the next day or in a couple of months. But the problem is, is what if tomorrow never comes? Nobody likes to think about that, of course. That's absolutely right, Tony. Dying without a legacy plan means the people you love will not only be left scrambling to manage your affairs, they may also be left without the financial means to continue enjoying the quality of life you worked so hard to provide for them. Right. And, you know, like you say, uh, people put it off and a lot of people don't do it. Uh, and uh, I think it's it's a great way to put it. Um, you know, it reminds me, a recent star that passed away, one of the greatest actors, and, and he was so renowned, Chadwick Boseman, who played the Black yes. Panther and, and uh, was in so many other great films. He passed away too young, but of course, he did not have his legacy plan in place. And so now it's a problem for his family. Same with Prince. Same with Aretha mm-hmm. Franklin. She had problems with her legacy plan. So all these, uh, you know, we, we can look at famous examples of what not to do. <laughs> so uh, I think that's a, a warning shot that we should pay attention to. And, um, you know, obviously it's important. Uh, part of the reason we get up and go to work each day is to take care of the people who mean the most to us. And a robust and comprehensive legacy plan, I think that may mean you're taking care of them after you're gone. And that's important. So what's the first suggestion you have for us today? Well, the first tip, Tony, is taking care of both your durable and healthcare powers of attorney. If you haven't heard of that first term, a durable power of attorney empowers someone to make financial decisions on your behalf should you become incapacitated or otherwise unable to make those decisions on your own. There are two types of durable powers of attorney, a general durable power of attorney, which is permanently in place, and a springing power of attorney, which only turns on if you become disabled. Interesting. So um, I think, uh, so what types of decisions then does the person you designate make with a durable power of attorney? That's a great question, Tony. A durable power of attorney allows your designee to make numerous financial decisions on your behalf. 
For example, they can reach out to your insurance companies, file your taxes, and pay your bills. Additionally, a healthcare power of attorney means your designee, as the name implies, will make your healthcare decisions when you can't. That means that person may hire and fire your doctors, sign releases, and determine your best course of treatment. Interesting. I think that's a good rundown. It's clear that we all need to make absolutely certain that both our durable and, like you say, healthcare powers of attorney are squared away and that the people we assign them to or designate know where to find these documents. They need to know where to find them. That's a key part of the whole thing. I think a lot of people die and then, oh, I know, you know, I know mom had a will, but we can't find it. You know, I, I've heard that one before and I'm sure you have too. So very true. Yes. And it can't, you know, underline how important that is enough. Yeah. If your parents are living, I'd also encourage you to check with them about their powers of attorney to make sure they're appropriately updated and accessible. Also, if you have adult children, you may want to have the same conversation with them because medical providers can't release any medical information, even to parents. Wow. Okay. Um, that's really important. And uh, you know what? Uh, the last time I visited my parents and my mom, we I had to go through this because my uh, mom had a health scare and my dad and I, we went and got the powers of attorney straightened out uh, and mm-hmm. uh, the health care directives, things like that. And so now it's all taken care of and we know where it's at. And that's such a relief. And it's it really helps them sleep easier at night. And it, it's just a, a burden lifted. It's a, a peace of mind is what you're doing right here. And, and I think we've had a great conversation so far uh, during our show today. You've been talking so far about the importance of building or updating your legacy plan, especially now during the pandemic. And uh, you've been discussing durable powers of attorney. And I know we have plenty of other great info to get to during this segment. Um, And and you know what? It's good advice. Uh, Put together a legacy plan when you're healthy and happy. And uh, it takes more of that stress uh, off your plate so you can focus on more pleasant things. What's the next thing you have for us, Aaron? The next piece of legacy planning advice from the Forbes article, 10 Financial and Estate Planning Matters to Think About During This Crisis, is solidifying your health insurance. Start by putting together a complete list of all your health insurance policies and make sure that somebody you trust knows how to find it. Along those same lines, if one or both of your parents are alive, make sure that you have a copy of their policies should you need to quickly make decisions or answer questions on their behalf. If you have adult children, you may also want to have copies of their policies in the event that they aren't able to answer questions on their own, even if only temporarily. Yeah, I mean, you want to make things as easy as possible for the people who may have to make decisions for us. Uh, That's probably one of the smartest financial and legacy planning decisions you can make. I mean, situations like the ones we're talking about are already stressful enough without having to dig through drawers or computer files to find these critical documents. So true. Another key component of legacy planning is your health savings account, or what are commonly referred to as HSAs. Make sure your family members know about your HSAs and how to access them. On your end, make sure all of your paperwork is in order and completely up to date. Yeah, I have a feeling a lot of folks out there are probably feeling a little overwhelmed by this conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about a pretty sizable stack of documents, but I guess the reality is 
if you take care of these elements of your legacy plan early uh, and then focus on quick updates as needed, you'll take a lot of the pressure off and the people who may eventually be charged with making decisions on your behalf, it really helps them and takes the pressure off them as well, right? That's so true. Um, I always tell clients as well to just keep a file folder with, you know, your important documents and head that up with, uh, you know, a little note saying in case something were to happen, please contact. Because I can't tell you how many times I've sat with clients or beneficiaries of clients and they've hired an estate planning attorney to help them with just claim paperwork, which in essence, you know, they're being charged hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for work that, you know, I do free for my clients. So just having that go-to information for your beneficiaries is extremely important. Oh, yeah. It's it's obviously huge. Mm-hmm. Another critical thing to consider, Tony, is keeping track of your safe deposit box if you have one. With this, the most important thing is making sure you legally list someone you trust with the bank or company you have your box with. By doing so, you ensure they'll have access to the box after your death or if you become incapacitated. Along those same lines, if you keep a safe, de safe deposit box or fireproof box with a lock in your home, you'll want to let someone you trust know where it is and what the combination is. Yeah, I, you can go ahead and trust me with that, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I'll send that to you right away. Yeah, yeah, I can be the, your guy for that, Aaron. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the loved ones, though, that you leave behind are going to enjoy trying to become safe crackers is what you're saying. Uh, so make sure to write down that combination. And, and while safes are still pretty common, a lot of people keep critical information in a password protected file on their computer or in a, in a protected cloud type site. Isn't that right? Mm -hmm. It sure is, Tony. And in addition to providing that information for your files and documents that are password protected, you'll also want to draft a secure document listing all of your various accounts and passwords so that your trusted person has quick and safe access. One way that I make this easy for my clients is by providing Generational Vault, which is a secure online repository for important documents. I like to refer to it as a virtual safe deposit box. Yeah, I think that's great that you offer that to your clients at no charge. They can upload anything there. They can even have active accounts so they can just log in and check on their accounts there. I think that's great and a good idea for our listeners to consider. Uh, this has been a great discussion. And, uh, you know, we're chatting about the importance of either building or updating your current legacy plan so that it's solidified against all the chaos uh, that the current pandemic, you know, the current pandemic is causing. I think a strong legacy plan can help calm your nerves. That's the key, and allow you to move on to more pleasant matters. Right. That's exactly right. So, what do you have next for us? The next thing the Forbes article states is coming up with a strategy for your cash. It's important to create a pool of cash beyond credit and debit cards should there be problems with liquidity or if things like power outages or other unlikely quirks happen. Generally, something in the ballpark of $500 safely hidden in your home in a place you can quickly access is a good idea. You just never know when being able to get your hands on some good old-fashioned cash may really come in handy. Yeah, I think that's a great idea these days, especially. Uh, we've had a lot of surprises. And, and when you think back to how quickly the pandemic spread last spring and how quickly the economy shut down, it just makes good sense to budget for some short-term cash flow needs, some 
some super liquidity, as I like to call it. Mm hmm. The article also has some really good insight in Roth IRAs, Tony. Specifically, it urges people to weigh in the value of Roth savings options while the market is still sluggish. You can fund a Roth IRA at any point this year. In addition to funding your own Roth and your spouse's, you may also want to consider a Roth for your children with earned income and a Roth conversion for your parents if they're in a lower tax bracket. Admittedly, Roth IRAs can be a little tricky, at least at the outset. So let me take this prime opportunity to urge you to work with your financial services professional. A financial services professional is going to have the kind of Roth IRA experience that helps you weigh all the pros and cons before making your final decision. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. And right now might be an ideal time for a lot of people to do a Roth conversion because taxes are relatively low. And I'm glad you brought up working with a financial professional like yourself, Aaron, because we've talked about this in past shows. Uh, personal finances are intimidating and can be confusing. So why go it alone? I'm, I'm a huge proponent or advocate of working with somebody who's going to give you not only advice, but the unvarnished truth. Uh, and you do that, Aaron. And uh, what do you have next for us regarding this? The Forbes article also advocates spending some time focusing on your 401k, whether it's balancing it or increasing what you're contributing to it. When the market is down, you need to decide if you want to be more conservative or more aggressive with your money. Right. And let's not forget that if your employer does offer a 401k match, you want to ensure that you're doing what you need to get the full match because basically that's free money. You're just leaving money on the table then. I'm right there with you on that one, Tony. An adequate emergency plan should also be part of your broad legacy plan and financial strategy. Now, for example, should there be some kind of disruption to your communication network, make sure you have a backup plan for how you'll communicate with your family. The federal government's Ready.gov program has some great planning advice. The first step in the Ready.gov plan is to build a strategy by discussing several scenarios with your family, including how you'll receive emergency alerts and warnings, your shelter plans, your, eva your evacuation routes, a family communication plan, an emergency preparedness kit, and how to check in with the CDC. The next step is to consider your family's specific needs, followed by filling out a family emergency plan and practicing your plan with everyone in your household and the other people you'll want to contact during an emergency. Again, I'd urge you to visit ready.gov forward slash plan to learn more. Yeah, that's great advice because a comprehensive legacy plan is about more than just finances. Uh, so what do you have next for us? Setting up auto deposits and auto bill pay may be another strong part of your strategy because mail service may be affected in an emergency situation. So make sure your income streams can find their way into your bank account without relying on mail delivery. And along those same lines, make sure your bills are getting paid automatically so that you don't fall behind. Yeah, that's good. You don't have to convince me of the wisdom of direct deposits and auto bill paying. Uh, not only is it safer, it just makes life so much easier. Yep. Yep. I agree with you on that one, Tony. In the small amount of time we have left, I'd also like to point out another article that I think our listeners will find very valuable. It's from CNBC and is called A Financial Therapist Shares Three Tips to Manage Your Money and Stay Sane During the pandem <laughs> Pandemic. Uh, I'm afraid that ship has sailed for <laughs> some of us. <laughs> 
Well, the pandemic is causing considerable financial stress for millions of Americans, and it's critical to relieve that stress as much as possible. To that end, the article notes, you should pause your debt payoff plan. If you're currently out of work or your hours have been reduced, don't hesitate to pay the minimums on things like your credit cards until you're back on your feet, at which point you can kick your debt payoff plan back into gear. Yeah, I mean, paying the minimum may not be ideal because of interest, but if it's between that or putting food on the table, uh, that's a pretty easy decision. That's exactly right. Sometimes we just have to be flexible. And next, you should find comfort in new routines during the pandemic. For many, shopping or eating out is a source of comfort in times of stress. But during periods when strict budgeting is important, find ways to feel fulfilled at home like exercising, improving your culinary skills, or video chatting with friends and family. Lastly, turn a negative into a positive and use the pandemic as a way to get better with money. Create a pandemic budget that cuts out some of the things you don't need. Maybe it's making coffee at home rather than going out. Or maybe it's ditching cable and enjoying cheaper streaming options. When the economy improves and life gets back to normal, you may just find that your so-called pandemic budget more than meets your needs in the post-pandemic world. Yeah, those are some great tips. Now, unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show, Aaron. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? We covered a lot in this episode, Tony, and if you'd like more details about any of it, I'd encourage you to visit my website at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com or call my office number at 480-284-6393, toll-free at 866-393-7799 to discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Arizona Financial Talk with our host, Aaron Easel. Thank you, Tony, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Arizona Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Easel at First Guarantee Financial. Call 480-284-6393 or 866-393-7799 or visit them online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Forethought Investment Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through First Guarantee Financial, an affiliated company. Aaron Easel, Forethought Investment Group, LLC, and First Guarantee Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Security Administration or any other government agency.